Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I have been in the Bahamas swimming with pigs and I am coming to you talking about um, the crab bucket. And this is a concept that I once heard explained by Rob Bell. And then um, I didn't want to steal his work. But then Liz Gilbert wrote an article about Rob explaining it, and it's so much better than the way that I explain it that I'm going to read Liz Gilbert's article, which was originally posted on Facebook, to explain the concept of the crab bucket, which you will soon add to your lexicon forever and ever. And then I want to go through um, some crab bucket stuff that I witnessed (laughs) while I was in the Bahamas and share um, my um, thoughts and insights about the crab bucket and how it may or may not relate to your being brave and your getting out of your own crab bucket. So this is Liz Gilbert and I'll tell you when Liz stops. Uh, a few months ago, I was on stage with my friend Rob Bell. Obviously this is not me talking. Uh, and a woman in the audience asked him this question. I'm making all these important changes in my life and I'm growing in so many new and exciting ways, but my family is resisting me. I feel like their resistance is holding me back. They seem threatened by my evolution as a person, and I don't know what to do about it. Rob replied, well, of course they're threatened by your evolution as a person. You're disrupting their entire world order. Remember that a family is basically just a big crab bucket. Whenever one of the crabs tries to climb out and escape, the other crabs will grab hold of him and try to pull him back down. Rob surprised me even more, though, as he went on to say, families are institutions, just like a church, just like the army, just like the government. Their sense of their own stability depends on keeping people in their correct place. Even if that stability is based on dysfunction or oppression, order must be maintained at all cost. When you try to move out of your quote-unquote correct place, you threaten everyone else's sense of order, and they may very likely try to pull you back down. And sometimes, in our loyalty to family or in our misplaced loyalty to the dysfunction that we're accustomed to, we might willingly surrender and sacrifice our own growth in order to not disrupt the family, and thus we stay in the crab bucket forever. An example, maybe you've started taking care of your health recently, exercising and eating well, but your family undermines your efforts either by making fun of you for your quote-unquote weird fitness routines or by tempting you into overeating in order to bring you back into your old behaviors. Maybe you've quit drinking or smoking and your family won't accept it, and they keep putting alcohol and cigarettes in front of you as if it's no big deal. Maybe you've embarked on a new spiritual path, and they find it so threatening that they mock you or shame you for it. 
Maybe you've been working on pulling yourself out of depression, but they tell you that they liked you better the old way, that they preferred you when you were a shutdown and broken down mess. I've actually been told this by people I knew years ago. I liked you better when you were depressed. Those words are such a blow to the soul. What are you even supposed to do with that? Maybe you've come out of the closet and your family members are all desperately trying to stuff you right back into that closet so things will feel quote-unquote normal again. Maybe you've been going back to school or you're trying to save money to travel or you've been talking about moving to a new city and your family subtly or not so subtly makes you aware that they don't approve. Oh, so you think you're better than us now, Miss Fancy Pants? All of this is crab bucket behavior of the highest order and you can count on it to flare up around the holidays. Friend groups do this to each other, too. My friend Rhea was a heroin addict for many years, and she saw the same phenomenon at play with her friends in the drug world. One junkie would try to get clean, and the other junkies would instantly pull her back down into the world of addiction again. I've seen it happen, too, when friends try to sabotage another friend's efforts to get out of debt or to move into better relationships or situations in life. The mentality being, if I can't get out of this crab bucket, nobody is getting out of this crab bucket. When I first got published, I was working as a bartender, and when I shared my happy news with coworkers, one of the managers at the bar said, in real anger, don't you dare go be successful on us. That was not the agreement. And silently, I was like, the agreement? What agreement? That person never forgave me for aspiring to climb out of that crab bucket, so I had to disentangle myself and move on. Not every family or tribe-like grouping is like this, of course. Some tribes encourage their members not just to climb, but to soar, and sometimes even to fly away. That is true grace, to want somebody to grow, even if it means that they might outgrow you. But all too often, there are those in your tribe who will try with all their might to hold you back or to pull you down into the crab bucket again and again. If this is happening in your life, you must identify it and resist it. Establish your own code of honor, belief, or behavior, and stand quietly strong within that code. Don't ever let anyone stop you from growing or changing. Don't forget who you are, not who you were, but who you are. Most importantly, don't forget who you aspire to to become. That's the most vital thing. As Rob Bell said beautifully, if people love you, they want you to grow. If somebody doesn't want you to grow, then you can call their feelings about you by many names, but you cannot call it love. If somebody doesn't want you to grow, you call their feelings about you anger or resentment or insecurity or dominance, but it damn sure ain't love. Nobody ever held anyone back because of love. So here's the takeaway. If it's time for you to grow, you have to grow. If it's time for you to change, you have to change. If it's time for you to move, you have to move. If it's time for you to finally crawl out of that crab bucket, start crawling. Holding yourself back in order to make all the other people in the bucket happy will not serve you, and ultimately, it will not serve them either. Boom! That was Liz Gober throwing down, and now I have thoughts for you. This might be my favorite episode that I've ever done, and I'm only halfway through because it's so fucking important. Um, so the crab bucket has these very specific behaviors that I want to talk about. Uh, and I heard this when I was on the plane. Uh, not I was on the plane. I was in the airport waiting, and there is nothing to do in the airport in Exuma. There is a, a bunch of seats. There are two gates from this main room. Um, there aren't even that many snacks or tchotchkes for sale. And the TV has CNN on it, which is just like Trumpity Trump, 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 Trump. So I was doing my best to 
disengage from that. I was just, um, if you open your laptop and just keep it open, everyone assumes that you can no longer hear anything that's being said. So that's what I had done because I didn't have the internet (laughs) and I was listening, um, to this very large crab bucket group, right? Here's what happens. First, the crab bucket says it's dangerous. So you're in the crab bucket. And if you try and leave, it's, it's dangerous out there. But the, in, this, in this case, these people were talking about um, the swimming pigs. They were saying, and this is a quote, one pig bit someone. You should have seen the bruises. So if we Google swimming pigs and we assume that these people have been drinking for a long time and then they go to feed a pig and then they do it wrong or they irritate a pig and they get a bruise, then we can also assume that that's going to end up in Google image search. And then, of course, we can say that swimming with pigs is dangerous. And so that's it. End of story. That's dangerous. The trouble is that with the right amount of Googling, you can say almost anything is dangerous. People die having sex. People die eating breakfast. People die driving their cars. People die just walking across the street in the morning. People die doing nearly any activity that you can do on Earth. And so the crab bucket saying it's dangerous is the first line of defense because you can make anything dangerous. Anything at all. The next thing the crab bucket tells you to do, and there's an order to this, so if you're like, well, my family doesn't say this is dangerous, or my friends, or whomever, and you might not be in a crab bucket situation, at which point you've had to do work to escape the crab bucket, I assure you. But if you're in the crab bucket, if those actions that Liz was talking about sound familiar, then let's keep going. Um, The crab bucket is going to do this thing where they want to shut you up because what you value is silly. So if it's not directly stated that what you want is silly, then they're going to flip into condescension and they're going to say things like, well, I just don't understand it, but they're going to, they're not going to say, I don't understand it. Can you help me understand in that spirit of genuinely trying to understand? They're going to say, I just don't understand it. And with that, you, can you feel my shoulders shrugging right there? Like you fucking moron. Yeah. I don't understand it. Cause you're a fucking moron. That's the implied tone. So the crab bucket people were all, they brought the pigs here and put them there. Why would you want to swim with them? I don't understand it. Now, as a person who had traveled a lot of hundreds, possibly thousands, I'm not sure, of miles to swim with the pigs, (laughs) I was just like observing this behavior, which is we all agree that whatever you value is silly and then we're going to watch. But it doesn't have to be swimming pigs. Whether you want to travel and your people just don't understand, or you want to start a business, or you want to grow your business or you want to make art, or you want to homeschool your kids, or you don't want to homeschool your kids, or you want to start a hobby, or you want to stop a hobby that everyone else in your family or or your friend group does, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what the specific is. I'm just using Swimming Pig as an example. What you value isn't as valuable as what they value. I realize that's an awkward sentence. It was awkward on purpose. So whatever it is you value, not as valuable as what they value. And of course, the thing that they value most is loyalty and holding the party line. Just say what you've always said, shut your mouth, and hold the party line. Don't break rank. Because we're all in the crab bucket together, and if you're suddenly interested in lobsters, uh, no, because we're interested in crabs here. This is a crab bucket. If that doesn't work, and you keep moving away from the crabs, then the crab bucket is going to tell you that other people have it worse, so you should shut up and be grateful for what you have. And I don't mean be grateful as a practice that you have every day to establish exactly what you have in the world, which is healthy and wise and wonderful. I'm talking about sit down, shut up, and eat your potatoes. Other kids don't even have potatoes. You be grateful. 
being great, be grateful as an order that's being directed at you versus something that you practice inherently. In some of Brene Brown's work, I don't remember exactly where, she talks about there being a hierarchy of sadness, that she was sitting with her grad students at a table and she found out that something really tragic had happened to one of them. And I don't remember exactly what it was. Let's, let's say that she had lost a baby. Um, but then she was like, well, why didn't you mention that? And because, well, because that guy over there just had his dad die. And he was like, oh, well, but, but she's fighting to, to, you know, she's fighting her alcoholism. And each one of the people in the room pointed to someone else in the room who had it worse. And so they didn't feel as if what they had to say was worth talking about. But there is no hierarchy of sadness. When we focus on how someone else has it worse, we don't feel any better. That's not how it works. So my sitting here in a room that is heated in the winter, focusing on how I should just shut up and be grateful because I have heat and another person doesn't, doesn't actually work psychologically. That's not how we're wired. What we're wired for is for me to feel empathy for the person who doesn't have heat and for me to also feel as if there are things in my life that I want in addition to heat. So trying to just tamp it down, shut up and be grateful, doesn't actually work. And if the first part of it is either a silent or implied shut up and, it doesn't actually matter what comes after that, the most important part is shut up. And that is key to the crab bucket. And if that doesn't work, if you're like, fine, you're still leaving, you're still leaving, it's fine. Then the crab bucket wants to remind you of the failures that await. So this has happened again and again and again and again. When I left teaching, when I started my own business, when I decided to publish a book, because we all know books don't make money, when you decide to self-publish versus signing contract publish, when you decide to host an event, when you decide to fly, when you decide to travel, when you decide to enter into relationship. Do you know how many divorce talks you have before you enter into marriage? It's really interesting. When you decide to pursue your health, when you decide to wear a particularly stunning new outfit that isn't part of the Pottery Barn neutral palette, right? The crab bucket is sure you're going to be embarrassed and they just want to save you from yourself. They want to save you from the failure of embarrassment. They are doing you a favor, they will say. Again, that is not the case. You might fail but you will grow in the meantime on your way to that failure. And that growth is what is the most fearful, but that's not how it's going to be couched. It's going to be couched as you're going to be embarrassed. And we really need to save you from yourself. Fucking can I just, can I just be the voice that says, go embarrass yourself and have a great time doing it, please. (laughs) The crab bucket is going to also relentlessly point to all the ways things are wrong here like right here. So how dare you leave here to help elsewhere? And here can be in this home. So how dare you leave to go across the street? Here can be in this neighborhood. So how dare you leave to help in the city? Here can be in the state. So how dare you leave to help in a different state? It can be here, can be in this country. Here can be in this hemisphere. Here can be anywhere that they define as where you're, how how big can your crab bucket get before you've left it? That's what you'll find out when you want to go and do something. So they will say, and again, this was a conversation that I overheard of um, the people, the crab bucket shaming someone who had gone on a trip to volunteer. They're going to say you've deluded yourself into helping, but you're misguided. They're going to help you out by telling you why. And it's because superior reason they've made by observing your actions via Facebook. (laughs) It has no actual sound logic under it. 
They'll say that taking selfies on a volunteer trip isn't helping anyone. They will armchair, armchair criticize every move in your game plan, but they still won't be taking a single action at home to counteract all of your so-called wasted activities. So this is not, I am here working hard and relentlessly volunteering for 10 hours a week, and I don't understand why you feel the need to go and volunteer for weeks at a time over there. This is, I'm going to be here doing nothing, and I don't understand why you need to go over there and do something. As uh, one of the wisest things I've ever said, I've ever heard said, uh, was, again, was Rob Bell, when he said that your action reveals their inaction. So when you're making a movement or when you're growing, it's revealing how they're not growing and how they're not doing anything. And their only defense to stay in the crab bucket, which is what they want to do, is to criticize you and make you the outsider. Further, the crab bucket uses guilt and shame to keep you small. How could you? How could you go to college far away or leave your kids at home to go to work or go on vacation when there's so much to do here or donate to that organization when there are so many more causes so much closer to home? How could you? It doesn't matter what it is that you're pursuing here. I mean, you could be fucking getting Indian food instead of the Chinese food that you usually have on Fridays. How could you? This is not what we do. And it's not like this falls along strictly political, religious, or geographic lines. No one, not one of us, is immune to the crab bucket's pinchers. The crab bucket wants to hold you in place. All growth is bad growth. All progress is perceived as a step toward the demise of the entire bucket. Are you like, oh my God, this explains so much about my family. Oh my God, this explains so much about that group of friends or that group of people or that organization. And you just couldn't reconcile why it wouldn't work or why you couldn't get along in it. It's probably because it was a crab bucket and you were the one that got out. The crab bucket knows, like deep in its bones, knows that the enemy you know is better than the enemy you don't. Always. Even if there is no other enemy. So even if those bushes over there are just full of birds, and we know the bushes that we're familiar with hold snipers with machine guns, it is always better to be in our bushes right here because we don't want to rock the bucket. And if we tip the bucket over and we leave the bucket, then God knows what will happen. So as we identify these behaviors in general terms, here are some specific questions that will help you identify your own crab bucket because it can be, um, it's hard to identify when you're, in it. And then you keep finding yourself in bigger and bigger ones until one day you're completely free of the crab bucket. And that is a very fucking good day. Is anyone trying to get you to do something, quote, because I said so? Like those conversations you would have with your parents when you were small, really small, and you didn't want to do something. So you asked why you had to, and your parents said, because I said so. There's no further logic available. If you're being asked not to ask questions, but the answer is because I said so, I need you to ask about 800 times more questions starting right now because there's something to that. There's something there. And because I said so is not a good reason ever unless you're using it on your two-year-old who wants to brush their teeth, which is fine. But as an adult speaking to another adult, because I said so is not the fucking way. Is anyone telling you to shut up and be grateful? Not to practice the art of gratitude, which is a beautiful and wonderful thing, but to stifle any complaints about very real or pressing concerns because other people have it worse. This has made me cry over and over again since the Women's March happened in Washington. 
other women telling you that you should shut up and be grateful because other women have it worse. That is a massive crab bucket. Women in general in the population can be their own crab bucket. That hurts. And that's bullshit. Because when you get out of the crab bucket, you begin to march on behalf of the people who are still in the crab bucket and you fucking take care of them. And shaming the people who are out of the crab bucket helps no one. Is anyone telling you an idea is dangerous, heretical, uh, or unorthodox, like that's a bad thing? That, oh, you don't know what you're playing with here. Or, oh, like, are you, have you taken up Satanism? Because otherwise, it's just an idea. You can play with it. You can hold it. You can observe it. And you can see what happens when you, when you uh, choose to embrace it or not. Is anyone telling you to shut up, period? Just shut up. Because having a voice inherently threatens the crab bucket. Everyone in there has agreed to keep the status quo, and it is a quiet one. Tell me what noise a crab makes. Oh yeah, it doesn't make one. Crabs don't have voices. Is anyone in your life committed to reminding you of all the ways your next endeavor, project, idea, product, or service could fail? Often this will be couched in, are they telling you anything, quote-unquote, for your own good? Are any of your ideas or values being dismissed without serious consideration? Is anyone giving you the emotional equivalent of the pat that you give on the head to a toddler who wakes up and should go back to bed because the adults are busy here? That's fine for one-and-a-half-year-olds who need to go to bed. That is not fine for your ideas and your values among adults. Are guilt and shame being wielded in any way to keep you from growing? Is anyone keeping you focused on how that project can get started, quote, in a few years, or quote, after X event that's a long way off, or quote, when the kids go to college? P.S. They're four. That's guilt and shame that's being wielded to keep you from growing. That is crab bucket behavior. Finally, because Trump, is anyone reframing the abuse of civil rights or human rights as quote-unquote progress and then shouting you down? Because shouting down is a crab bucket gold star activity. Because we as humans have voices and we use them to shout people down when we're in the crab bucket and they need to fucking stay in the fucking crab bucket. Here's the good news, because this has been awfully depressing. As soon as you know about the crab bucket, you can see it clearly. And once you can see it clearly, you are ready to leave it. You're not only ready to leave it, you are fully allowed to leave the crab bucket behind. Yes, it's going to get a little uncomfortable. Yes, you're going to be pinched and you're going to be clawed as you go. There is no avoiding that. You're probably going to experience a great deal of distance between you and your family members, if it's your family we're talking about, or your friends or your tribe or whomever it is that's in the bucket. But on the other side of that tiny plastic container that used to hold all you knew about the world, you're going to find white sand and warm water. You're going to stop fearing the day when you'll be picked out of the bucket, fried up and served with butter. You will find the freedom that can come only when you've seen the odds, stared them down, and then defied them. When you've chosen again and again to grow because the crab bucket is no place to spend a life. So 
from now that you've seen the crab bucket, you have some questions, you can take action. Because in those places where you're being told to shut up, to sit down, to be grateful, because I said so, you're going to fail, how dare you, those are the places where you begin to crawl out of the crab bucket, where you begin to tolerate less of that behavior, where you begin to stand up for yourself, where you begin to speak up for yourself. And that's going to require a massive amount of bravery and courage in the coming months. So now is the time to be brave. If you would like to join me and a bunch of others who are choosing to live our biggest and boldest lives, crawling out of every fucking crab bucket we can find, I want you to head to kristinkelp.com brave and take a look at the workshop because early bird pricing ends soon. Depending on when you're listening to this, it ends on January 31st. You can come for $69 down, which, excuse me, which is a bargain because a year from now or even six months from now, you will have escaped the crab bucket entirely. And that, I can't even tell you how big the world feels when you're on the other side of it. You can be the person who does not fear the claw of the unknown coming to rip you out from everything you've ever known in that bucket because you've taken the actions necessary to get out first. You can be a whole new kind of human, one who is courage walking, and you can get yourself out of that same old, same old. I would love to help, honestly, truly. I know about crab buckets. My mom still prays for my eternal soul because I left the church crab bucket or her church crab bucket. Let's be very clear. Um, there are so many things that I, I love about my parents and they're just a crab bucket and I'm out of it and I communicate with them as much as I can, as lovingly as I can, but I cannot love them enough to crawl back in the crab bucket with them. So again, that's kristinkelp.com slash brave if you want to join me. And if you want to work with me one-on-one instead to escape the crab bucket, I would be so fucking pumped to help. Uh, you just head to kristinkelp.com slash dominatrix. That is, uh, that's my one-on-one work. We'll get it done. I've got a February spot left. If you need to talk to me, because talking to me, uh, my email address is k at kristinkelp.com. Or you can use the contact form at kristinkelp.com. Reach out. Let's do this. Let's get ourselves out of the fucking crab bucket. And again, kristinkelp.com slash brave to come and see me on Laguna Beach at the workshop. Thank you so much for listening. May you escape every single crab bucket you find yourself in. May you never, ever be the crab who's pulling the other crabs in. May you grow and grow and grow. And may you shed all the fears that keep you stuck in the crab bucket today and every day. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com.
www.thepowerofthenow.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.